0: And fly, and it flies, Poked away, scooped up Kyle Lowry. Lowry gives it to the trailing and, the and all! This is Pop Talk. Hello everyone and welcome to the second episode of the Pop Talk Podcast. I'm your host, Austin Mattis. I hope you all are having a wonderful weekend. we got lots of Raptors stuff to talk about, so we're going to dive right on in. So, Raptors played two preseason games this week, both against the Philadelphia 76ers. The first game, which was on Tuesday, happened in Toronto, which was so nice to see the Raptors finally playing back in Toronto again after a year and a half, two years. And then the second game was in Philadelphia. And let me tell you, these games had two very, very different outcomes one was really good one was really bad, but we're gonna dive right on into that. So for the first game, we're essentially, we're gonna break it down quarter by quarter. We're gonna see where we went wrong each quarter, see where we did well. And yeah, we're just gonna go quarter by quarter, kind of talk about each quarter and see what happened. And then at the end, we're gonna talk about the players. Who impressed me, who didn't, who could have done better, stuff like that. And then essentially for game two, we're gonna do the same thing. We're gonna break it down quarter by quarter, go through each quarter, see what happened, see where we kind of broke down, see where we kind of got back up and went back down, stuff like that. And then at the end, we're gonna go talk about each player who did really good, who did really bad, and all that kind of stuff. So starting off with Game uh, 1, first we'll start off with the starters. We had a lot of people not playing in this game. So Siakam wasn't playing, Gary Trent wasn't playing, uh, Boucher wasn't playing, Cam Birch wasn't playing, and Reggie Perry was not playing. So that left our starters with Fred Van Fleet, Goran Dragic, Scotty Barnes, OG Ananobi, and Precious. And honestly, it wasn't a bad starting lineup. And one thing to note is that Joel Embiid and Tobias Harris were not playing, along with Ben Simmons on the Philadelphia 76ers. So, you know, that's three of their main stars who weren't playing. I wasn't surprised about Ben Simmons. But Joel Embiid and Tobias, I was kind of like, you know, maybe thought they'd get a couple minutes. But anyways, in the very first quarter, uh, I'm not going to lie. You know what? Goran Drogic got the first bucket. We started off tied at 2-2. Looked okay. You know, everyone was excited in the the arena. You know, Toronto's first bucket back in about two years, year and a half. So it was really exciting for everyone, even for me to watch. It was super exciting to see Toronto finally back in Toronto. But then about after that first bucket, the first five minutes, we played like absolute shit. Uh, You know, Philly had 11 points on us at one point we were down by 11 about in the first five to seven minutes and it really wasn't looking good Andre Drummond was absolutely tearing us apart which is you know something that I'd never say but you know what we had precious guarding him he's only a second year in the NBA so you got to give him you know a bit of leeway Andre Drummond's a big guy he's been playing the league for a long time so he was absolutely eating us up he had 11 points in the first quarter it's not something Andre Drummond usually does but he did it anyways But honestly, you know what? After that first five to seven minutes, we absolutely kicked it up into gear. We ended up going on an 18 4 run in this first quarter. Uh, We were playing great perimeter defense. We were closing out like crazy, weren't leaving our feet. Great extra passes for open shots on offense. It was awesome. Uh, You know, it was lots of drive kick, get one pass, get the extra pass, and even putting off to an extra pass so we could have the open shooters, which led us on this 18 4 run. And. Another thing we did amazing in this first quarter and actually throughout the entire game was our transition to basketball from defense to offense, getting rebounds, you know, making the outlet pass and people just running the lanes. And especially these young guys like, you know, Scotty Barnes, OG, all these guys, they were just, oh, they were so filled with energy every single play. All they wanted to do was get the ball, run down the court, try and score, which sometimes it didn't always work out. But in this first quarter, some things I noticed the most was great transition basketball. It was amazing. Every single time we got a rebound, it was just all you saw was five guys running down the court. It was perfect. And, you know, lots of great perimeter defense, great closing out, not leaving our feet, and still getting a good hand up on all the shots. That was another great thing in the first quarter. And then, like I said, the great extra passes that we had on the driving kicks or even on the screens, you know, kicking it back up to the top and then, you know, getting those extra passes or two extra passes to find the open shot was just mm, absolutely beautiful. So at the end of the first quarter the Raptors were up 28 to 25 after being down 11 at one point and then going on into the second quarter, that kind of just con- kind of continued. We ended up going on a 26-4 to run until Philly finally scored and stopped the run. And we just kind of carried the momentum all the way through the second quarter. It was beautiful. Uh, we weren't afraid to attack the hoop. Our first 12 points in that second quarter were all in the paint. We were just attacking, attacking, attacking. It was awesome. I love when the Raptors played like that. Uh, we didn't get too much shooting done in the second quarter. It was a lot of attacking and transition basketball. But it was it was awesome to see every single player was playing with confidence. And you know what? I got to apologize to one player, uh, Delano Denalo Banton. Still can't remember his name, even though you know I I don't know it's Delano Denalo, something like that. He he played really well in this game. And I will say, you know what? He did, he did do some bad things. He was losing the ball a lot. You know what? He was turning it over. He had really loose hands, but he was hustling the entire time. He was making some great defensive plays, and he was really really playing well in that in the transition game he was always running always hustling always had his head up but one thing he was doing in the second quarter that I noticed I think he had like two or maybe three turnovers in this quarter was just oh he always tries to catch the ball with one hand or he's dribbling you know doesn't have his guard hand up he's just kind of lacks a daisy kind of dribbling and he turned over the ball a few times wasn't the end of the world but you know it was something that I noticed that he did make a mistake but rather than that he played amazing in this game you know what he was hustling the entire time uh, and he's a super long guy you know what the what I saw in his stats obviously the stats don't always you know kind of replicate how the people play but he's a long athletic guy he's a he, he he's like a, he's like Scotty Scotty Barnes's height same you know length maybe a bit less muscle but he's he is long and he was using it it was awesome to see so congrats to Danalo Banton he was he was really playing but yeah, throughout the second quarter, biggest thing was that we were just super confident, super super confident. All the shots, all the screens, all the drives, even some of our dribble moves. You know what? Some moves that I've, some guys I haven't seen before, like OG and you know uh, Scotty Barnes. These guys are pulling out the dribble moves I've never seen them use before. So it was just like, it was really really good. And same thing with the with the with the first quarter. Tons of great passes, tons of skip passes too. Where you know we were passing it over, which is usually really scary passes. You ask a lot of coaches, they don't like seeing those big skip passes. You know where they go from one corner to the other. But for whatever reason, I don't know what Philly was doing. These skip passes were working. I think we had three or four of them in this quarter that absolutely just gave us wide open uh looks from the three. So it was perfect. And overall, uh, we ended up getting 39 points in this quarter, which is a ton. A ton of points. A 39-point quarter. That's, you know, our offense was absolutely on fire in this quarter. And at the end of the second quarter, we were up 67-54 uh, to 54 for the Raptors. And, you know, then we went into the third quarter. It was basically just carry this momentum from the first to the second. And then on to the third. Precious chuya He started off with a huge dunk to start off this first quarter. I mean, uh, this third quarter. Huge dunk on the first play. It was amazing. And basically just a lot of the same in this game was great transition offense from defense you know we were just getting rebounds outlet passes uh they'd come up guard as we passed it off they would close out and just you know guys always had their head up we were always ready for those passes tons of extra passes and it was great great basketball you know what and the biggest thing i, I will say i will take away from this game is raptors you know what if some guys didn't play that well. I said we had some turnovers and all that stuff, but the Raptors this year—they're going to be a hustling team. That's one thing I noticed throughout this entire game is that they had their foot on the neck the entire time, going 110 percent every rebound. Everyone was sprinting down the court. You know, getting back on defense, everyone was sprinting. No one was putting their head down. No one was getting sloppy. No one was jogging. Everyone was sprinting 24/7, and it was just awesome to see. And this isn't only in you know the transition game. This is in everything. In defense, we were getting a hand in on every pass we were being real pests you know trying to poke the ball away even though it's kind of risky doing that some days but with these long guys who are six eight six nine with these seven foot wingspans trying to poke that ball away it was just working every single time and You know, Philly tried to do the same thing. They were trying to get these big skip passes in, but those skip passes weren't really working. We were getting our hand in every single one. Our defensive rotations looked good. They would drive, kick, and it was just, it was clinical, honestly. Seeing, you know, each guy, it was freaking like dominoes. You pass guy, close out, pass guy, close out, pass guy, close out. No one leaving their feet. Everyone was just playing amazingly on defense, amazing in transition, and we ended up getting 33 points in this quarter, and we had a 21-point lead by the end. It was 100-79 for the Raptors going into the fourth, and when it got into the fourth, it was basically just a coast. Uh, we had so much momentum. We had so much strength, and just, you know, the Raptors really wanted it, and you could just tell Philly, Philly was playing like they didn't want the game at the very end, especially in the fourth quarter first three quarters, they were really trying, but we were really, honestly, we were just out hustling them, uh, we were making our shots, like I said, we were playing great offense, great transition, and everything, you know, that you, that you want a basketball team to do, we were doing, now, don't get me wrong, like I said, we did have some turnovers that, you know, could have been easily avoided from some of our younger players, but still, you know, the first three quarters, we absolutely tore it up, and then we're going into the fourth quarter, uh, we started off a bit weak, you know what? And I'm not surprised. We have you're up 21 points going into this fourth quarter you are kind of relaxed you kind of think it's going to be a you know a little easy and then but we started off uh, down on an 11-3 run you know i mean philly went on an 11-3 run in this quarter kind of got me a bit scared but like i said when you're tearing it up like this and you have a 21 point lead going into the fourth uh, fourth quarter in a preseason game i don't want to say these guys aren't motivated but you know everyone kind of knows that you know even if something does happen we're up 21 points it's a preseason game it's not the end of the world but even then you know they started off down 11-3 into this quarter but they still did really well, like I said, a lot of the same thing, lots of hustle, they never stopped hustling, maybe they, they went a bit less than they did in the first three quarters, but still a lot of great defense, getting your hands in there, really fighting over these screens, and it was just a lot of good stuff, and they just kind of coasted through to the very end, the final score was 123 to 107, which is, you know, uh, a pretty a, a pretty good uh point range, you know, deficit, so, it was Raptors played overall a really, really good game. There were some mistakes and stuff, but overall, as a team, played really, really well. And I'm happy that they won this first preseason game because it really showed a lot, a lot of good stuff from a lot of these young guys who I got apologized for. I was talking shit about a lot of these young guys and you're saying I didn't know nothing and that they were fucking garbage, but hey. A lot of these guys, they can play, they they can ball. And I don't know if it's because preseason ball or cuz whatever. But a lot of these guys, they can they can down play. So we're kind of gonna gonna get into that with some of the players. We're gonna talk about kind of the main players. You know who did good, who did bad. So starting off, OG and He was essentially leading the show for the Raptors. He had 21 points, three rebounds, one assist, seven for 11 uh, from shooting, and 24 minutes. He was basically just doing everything out there. You know he's a great defensive player. He's been on the team for a few years, so everyone knows what he can do, so I'm not really surprised, but the guys I really want to talk about are some of the younger guys. So starting off with Scotty Barnes, he played an absolutely amazing game, and one of the most impressive things that I noticed with him is that his ability to play defense Anywhere from the one position to the five position, essentially kind of like a Giannis type player. Obviously, he's not as tall, but he was guarding Andre Drummond when he had to and locking him down. He was guarding their point guard, their six foot two point guard. And Scotty Barnes is six foot nine, and it was just his athleticism, his vertical, his lateral movement. Uh, his IQ on defense, you know, it was it was just awesome to see. He can guard anyone from one to five. Some of the best players in the league, I guarantee it. And also rather than that, he had 13 points. You know, not a, not a big score, but when he scored, they were big buckets. They were huge dunks. Uh, there were beautiful plays. And, you know, whenever he scored, they were buckets that got the team amped up. He had nine rebounds, obviously, which is good. Six assists, two steals, two blocks. And what I kind of mentioned earlier, the one thing that we did do bad though was the turnovers. And a lot of these young guys kind of getting a bit too excited. They're hustling, they're being aggressive, and you know, playing with heart. But some days when you do that, it's uh, it leads to turnovers and sloppy plays. So he did end up having five turnovers, which you know, like I said, it's preseason, it's not the end of the world, but it's it's a common thing with these young guys. They just get so excited. And you know, plays in college where you know they see you see something open up and they hesitate and then they make the pass and then the play still happens that doesn't happen in the NBA. You know what? In the NBA, if you see a guy, he's open and you take a second to hesitate. If you try to make that pass a second too late, that's a turnover. And that's what I saw was hot happening a lot with Scotty Barnes. It wasn't bad plays. It was just, you know, college plays that he was used to making. But in the NBA, you don't have that time to make the decision. You just got to do it. But rather than that, Scotty Barnes absolutely impressed me so much. Did everything from shooting to rebounding, defense, and just absolutely beautiful to see now moving on to the next guy that really impressed me was precious and I, I gotta apologize to this guy obviously he's not gonna listen but just you know apologize to the basketball gods because i was talking shit about this guy saying how i don't know what all the hype's about i don't know why we're all excited to get this guy but he played an amazing game and it, it was it was he was a fun he's a fun guy to watch you know what he's super athletic uh he was he shot pretty well he didn't shoot really well he took one three-point shot but the three-point shot that he took was a. Uh, he made it, and so he had 100 percent from three. And I didn't think he was that big of a shooter. He had 13 points, seven rebounds, two steals, two blocks on 24 minutes. Now it's not like he was doing anything crazy out there that made me go, "Holy shit, this guy can play." But he was playing a solid. He was a solid player. He was getting rebounds. He was getting down there. He was fighting. uh He was just all around a really good player to see. He hustled. Him, and, It was really nice to see him and Scotty Barnes playing together. Uh, it seemed like they had a lot of chemistry. All these young guys, they seem like they had a lot of chemistry together. So, yeah, Precious, I, I got to apologize. You, you were you were killing it out there. 13 points, 7 rebounds, 100% shooting from 3, 2 blocks, 2 steals. This guy was basically doing everything. But, yeah, he was so helpful on a defensive end, whether it was on help defense or helping out on rotations. He was just always there. So, yeah, Precious, I'm, I'm sorry I was talking shit to you earlier, but you were playing absolutely amazing. And then another guy who really surprised me, I, I'm not going to lie, this guy this guy probably surprised me the most out of anyone, actually not the most, second most, uh, we'll get to the person who surprised me the most, but that was, uh, I'm not even going to pronounce his first name, I'm just call him Luke because I know that's how you pronounce his last name, Mahailuk, Mahai Luke. I think, you know, the guy from Kansas, he was playing out of his mind, he had 13 points, 4 rebounds, 5 assists on 22 minutes, now Obviously, those stats aren't as nice as Scotty Barnes or you know Precious, but I don't think anyone really expected this guy to drop 13 points, four rebounds, and five assists, and he was just hot. He was, his confidence looked through the roof. His you know, lots of people think this guy's a spot off shoot, uh, spot up shooter. He was taking shots off the dribble, cross ups, mid range pull ups, taking it to the hoop. He was doing everything on offense, and it was surprising. You know what? Like I said, I thought this guy was a pure shooter. Well, not a pure shooter, but mostly a shooter. But ooh, sorry. He was doing everything on the court. He was, you know, driving, uh, mid-range pull-ups, uh, screen and roll, you know, just everything. It was, it was it was surprising, honestly. It was surprising. But it was honestly, his only production was really in the first couple quarters. After those first couple quarters, third and fourth, you really didn't see too much. But in that second quarter specifically, he was tearing it up. And it was, you know, he was looking really, really good. So I want to give props to Mihai Luke. He's doing awesome out there. And then another player that did really good was Yudowantanabe. Obviously, I love this guy. I don't know what it is about him. I just love him. Uh, he had ten points, seven rebounds, two steals, two assists, and uh, two blocks on sixteen minutes. And you know, on for sixteen minutes of play, ten points, seven rebounds, two steals, two assists, two blocks. This guy was doing everything. He's long. You know, I will say. Seeing some of the, when we had a lineup out there, I think it was like Scotty Barnes, OG, Utah, Delano Banton, and Precious. We look like a huge team out there. You know, if you have a team out there of guys who are all six foot eight to six foot nine, six foot ten, who all have crazy lateral movement, can all shoot, can all drive to the hoop, can all play defense. It was given Philadelphia troubles. And that's one of the biggest things I noticed with our team this year is we are so long and so athletic. It's gonna come big advantages when we have these long games down the stretch where, you know. may not be able to put these huge scores in but we put these long athletic guys in who can still drive to the hoop play good defense that's really going to help us against some of these better teams now moving on to another guy is Delano Banton uh you know like I said this guy really did impress me because I was talking lots of shit about him but he only had six points but you know points don't always show for how much you contribute he had five rebounds four assists one steal one block and he did play really well, though. like I said, he was hustling the entire time. His defense was really well. He was poking balls away. He only says he has one steal, but, you know, he was poking balls away, poking them to other guys where they got the steals, and overall, he played really, really well. Didn't score too much, but, you know, he was making good decisions and doing a lot of stuff, but the only bad thing with this guy, like I mentioned earlier, is the turnovers. This guy has freaking butter fingers. Same thing with Scotty Barnes. These guys, uh, they're, just, they're used to these college plays, and I, I get it, and it's preseason, so it's okay, but you, know, you can just tell he dribbles and he just makes these stupid passes across the court and where they're a half second too late where guys get their hands in there and it's a turnover and they steal and they go on a run and score on us or whatever, but you can just... It's just, you know, it's just these little, little half a second, split second decisions that are making these guys get these turnovers and these little mistakes. So it's just stuff to work on. But overall, really impressed with Delano, uh, Delano Banton. He had a really good game. Now, the guy that impressed me the absolute most, I got to say, and I got to apologize the most to this guy because I was talking shit out of my ass about Justin Champagne because I I didn't know who this guy was, you know, a freaking piece of shit garbage, right? Justin Champagne, 17 points, 10 rebounds, 3 assists, Two steals, 58% from the field, Justin Champagne, I'm sorry, I've never heard of this guy in my life up until a couple weeks ago, and he's out here dropping 17, being an absolute monster, doing everything that had to be done, and you know, he was a big reason why we won, he was huge on the boards, huge on the points, and even on defense, like I said, this is another guy who's long, he's athletic, he can shoot, he can do everything, and you know, he's just, he's got the hustle, he's got the energy. He's got the IQ, and I feel bad for him because, like I said, I was talking a lot of shit about this guy not too long ago. So, yeah, Justin Champagne, you did a great job. Great game. And now last couple of players I want to talk about, whereas, you know, they didn't have great games, and that could either be because, you know, it's preseason and they want these young guys to do good or because they just played like shit. So Fred Van Fleet, he wasn't really much active this game. He had 8 points, 6 rebounds, 8 assists. 8 assists, I guess, you know, he's passing the ball around, got some rebounds, but you expect him to score a lot. He was 3, 11, uh, three for 11 from the field. On 24 minutes, but in reality, he didn't really need to score that much. So you know what? We'll let him get a pass on this one. He had the eight assists in his preseason, so it's okay. And then Malachi Flynn, actually, at the beginning of the game, he was only list. He was listed that he wasn't playing, but once we were up by 20 points or whatever, he came in. I think he had like eight to 10 minutes. Had six points. So you know what? For how many minutes he got, he had a pretty solid game. Six points. I think that's about it. And I think he had maybe one assist. Nothing crazy. And then Goran Dragic, uh, same thing. You know, I don't know if it was a thing where he just wasn't trying because it was preseason, or he's so old, or he was trying to do more of a leadership role, but he only had 8 points, 1 rebound, uh, 1 steal, 1 block on 16 minutes. So, 16 minutes, 8 points, 1 rebound, he was 3 of 7 from the field. Not terrible, but you know, just uh, these veteran guys who are going to supposed to be on our starting lineup or six man, you maybe expect a bit more from them. But then again, it's preseason, so you really have no idea what's going on with Nick Nurse or behind the scenes, or what they're saying, or what's going on. But overall, I think the Raptors in this very first preseason game played absolutely amazing. And it must have been a treat for I think it was the 8,000 fans who were at uh, who were in Toronto watching the game live. It was such a great way to come back and see them play after a couple years. Get a win at their hometown. And it was just awesome. Raptors won 123-107. And when looking at the team stats, it's obvious to see some of the biggest difference makers in this game on why we won was first off our three-point percentage. We shot 44% from the three, whereas Philly only shot 24, and that makes such a big difference, right? If we're hitting all of our threes and they're hitting none of theirs, that's a lot of points to be made up. Second thing was rebounding. We, we out-rebounded them by 17. We had 57 rebounds. They had 40 rebounds, which is, you know, that's a huge difference. Uh, another big thing too is, like I said, the passes we were getting off, the transition the skip passes ultimately came down to the assists. was we had 33 assists Philly had 19 so we were just swinging the ball better getting our guys for open looks and at the end you can really tell it paid off because you know look at the score right we ended up winning another big thing too that made a difference like I said our transition offense was amazing we had fast break points 29 fast break points whereas philly only had 13 and then another thing was points off turnover we had 27 philly had 23 but you know those four points make a big difference when it comes down to an end of a game or you know if they're starting to catch up so essentially it was just lots of transition defense lots of passing and we were hitting our shots that's basically the reason we won and you know it shows in the stats which is just awesome but now moving on to the second game we're playing in philadelphia and let me tell you this game had a very, very different outcome, and I just, I just don't know what happened. But we'll get right into it. So the starters for game two was Van Fleet, Drogic, Barnes, OG, and Precious. Same one as the first game we had. And this game we had a few more players who were out. Siakam was out again. Boucher was out again. Ken Birch was out. Reggie Perry was out. This time, Yuta Watanabe was out of the game. Sam Decker was out of the game. Ish Wainwright was out of the game, and David Johnson. But we did have Gary Trent was playing. But he came off the bench, but he was playing. So I guess that was kind of good. But yeah, still missing our big guys like Siakam, Boucher, uh, Yuta. He was out too. So I don't know why these guys are Whether it's decisions or injuries, they got stuff to deal with, right? But we didn't have our full team. But we had Gary Trent, which is still good enough. But I will note that this game that Joel Embiid and Tobias Harris were playing for the Sixers, Ben Simmons wasn't playing, obviously, because of all the shit that's going on, but Joel Embiid and Tobias Harris, they were playing, and I will say, that made a difference right off the hop, and, uh, you know, when we get into it, you'll see why, because they started, and we got ripped in the first quarter, so first quarter, first thing that happened was we were giving up way too many offensive rebounds, I think we gave up three or four offensive rebounds, in this quarter we also got five offensive rebounds which was good but we gave up way too many especially for an elite center like Joel Embiid he was just eating them up and you know taking advantage of those another big thing in this first quarter we were just so late to our rotations it was you know compared to the first game we were so good but in this in this first quarter it was you know these guys are putting up shots before we even got our hand up or we'd go we'd leave our feet try and contest a shot and they'd get blow us right by they'd pass it off and you know. Just late on our rotations. It was crazy to see, especially considering we were doing so good in the first game. I don't know what happened. And eventually, you know what? Philly ended up going on an eight and no run. We were just forcing stuff. We were not taking our time. We are being real, real sloppy. And then Philly ended up taking the first quarter, twenty-seven to twenty-two. Not a huge point difference, but you know, it's uh, it's five points. That's two possessions, which is you know can make or break a team, right? So going into the second quarter. Uh, we tried, we tried guys, we tried keeping the momentum, keep it up, but Philly was just on another level, I don't know if it was because they were playing at home, or because they had Joel Embiid and Tobias Harris, but we were just, you know, making really bad decisions, we were throwing the ball away so much, not, you know, right to the defender, but we try and make these long down the court passes, you know, where they tip it, and then get tipped again, and out of bounds, or stuff like that would happen, one thing though, like I said about the last game, is that one thing I did notice—it's—it's it's a good thing to take away—is that we never stopped hustling. Though uh, our guys were going 100%, 24/7, even though it was 100% for mistakes, it was still 100%. They were running down the court, hustling, getting rebounds, trying their hardest on defense. It was just you know maybe trying a bit too hard to the point where they were making mistakes. But yeah, like I said, our perimeter defense was awesome. Uh, we were just a bit—we we were late in rotations and laking our hands up sometimes. But you know the effort was still there. You could tell these guys we were really trying. But I just wasn't there, and another terrible thing on defense was we had no help defense. You know what, uh, perimeter perimeter defense was okay. Like I said, we were late to some rotations. We were late getting our hands up sometimes, but we had no help defense. Anytime they would drive past us, some of our guys were just sitting there ball watching. There's the guy driving with hoops. Say, ah, take a bucket, you know. Oh, look at that guy go right through. Just fucking, I don't, I don't know what we were doing. It was a lot of ball watching in the second quarter and just no help defense. And our offense, it was uh, basically the same thing. We were just, you know, we were playing aggressively. We were hustling, but it was too aggressive. You know, we weren't taking our time. We weren't being patient. uh, We were sloppy with the ball, just, you know, not looking at the ball. So we'd start dribbling before we even know we had the ball in our hands, turn it over, stuff like that. And we were just getting killed in transition. So it was honestly, what we were doing to Philly the last game is what Philly was doing us in this game. They were killing us in transition. Uh, I I don't know what happened. It's like we'd, you know, we'd get the ball for transition and then, I don't know if Philly made adjustments from the game before, or we were just doing shit passes, but we were getting killed. They were turning the ball over, all that kind of stuff, and it was kind of like a total mere opposite of what we were doing to Philly. So, by the end of the second quarter, the score was 71-53 to for Philly. We were down 18, wasn't looking very good at all going into the third, but I will say, you know what? Third, we we didn't pick it up, but you know, we stayed pretty consistent. We weren't doing worse, we were really trying. But Philly was just out here hitting shot after shot. We were playing pretty solid defense, getting our hands up in their face. And you know, Philly hit their first two or three shots right in our dome from the three point line. It's just, oh, it was hard to watch, man. It was hard to watch, you know, especially when we're playing good defense. Uh, we were being aggressive, we had those active hands, getting our balls in the passing lanes, tipping lots of balls. And uh, we are making these huge plays, you know, where you'd steal the ball, turn it over or whatever, and then we'd start going down the court, tripping on our own feet, or we'd make another bad pass. And it was just, it was hard to watch. It was hard to watch, guys. I just don't know what happened in this game. It was just, uh, you know, we were, we were being aggressive. We are trying. You could tell we had the heart but it's just the decision-making and the plays were just, I don't know if we were sore from the game before. These guys were out partying the night before, but it was just, it, it was just, it was difficult to see because you could see they really wanted to win the game. The Raptors really wanted to win, but it was just a lot of back and forth, you know, of us us getting a steal and them getting a steal and them scoring and then us trying to score and then getting a steal. It was just so much back and forth. You know, we were just rushing everything and that was our biggest problem because whenever we took our time, you know, when we would run, you know, take the full 20, 24 seconds of the shot clock, Every time we would score, when we were when we were taking more than 20 seconds, to set up our plays, to set our screens, to get into position, do all that stuff. You know, we were scoring every time, but it was the plays where we came down and would try, and, you know, make two, three, four passes, 10 seconds only on the shot clock and then force something up. That's when I noticed the biggest problems were happening. We were just trying to force stuff and, you know, we looked really good when we were taking our time, but when we weren't taking our time, it didn't look good at all. So at the end of the uh, third quarter, it was 98-82 Philly Kind of closed the gap a bit, but not really. And then going into the fourth, uh, you know what? We were actually we were looking really better looking into the fourth. You know, and I was hoping maybe we'd be able to take advantage, right? You know, someone has a lead like this. 16 points. It's not a crazy amount of a lead, but it's still a lead. And, you know, these guys can get lackadaisical on Philly. You know, they may have the same thing, right, where they may try and coast through this fourth quarter. But it was just a lot of the same guys. You know, a lot of us just being way too aggressive uh, which is good, but it was just also bad, because it would lead us to making these little tiny mistakes, you know, bouncing the ball off our foot, or, you know, just making a bad pass, and just not seems just, you know, trying too hard to make plays, instead of letting the plays come to us, we are missing easy, easy shots, but then we were also making hard shots, it was just, it was just, it was just, uh it was difficult to watch, guys, because I knew the Raptors, they were trying, and they didn't play a bad game, you know, don't get me wrong, they did not play bad, we just couldn't really hit our shots and we were just trying too hard we were being way too aggressive not taking our time we just have to slow the game down get a bit better ball movement you know get eight nine ten passes in and uh you know then try and get a bucket up instead of doing three four quick passes only waste 10 seconds put up a bucket they philly gets the ball passes down scores on us right and then all we had to do was take our time it was going a bit better at the end you could see but that was basically just because Philly was slowing down in the last five minutes. So by the end of the game, we ended up closing the score uh, by a couple points only. It was 125 to 113 for Philly. And like I said, it wasn't a terrible game for the Raptors. It was just, you know, a game where we really 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 weren't you know using our heads. you know, we were trying really hard, but we weren't thinking. And you know that happens. It's only preseason. We got a lot of young guys on our team, so I'm not surprised. But, you know, it was just it was difficult to watch at some points because, you know, oh, we were so close to making good plays and we, we would just blow them. We, we lost ourselves the game, essentially. Not not Philly was doing anything crazy good that blew our minds. We just lost ourselves the game. But it's preseason and it's a learning. It's a learning. Uh, it's a learning thing. So, you know what? Not terrible at all. Now, moving on to some of the players. We're going to talk about basically all the players here. Uh. OG Ananobi had a really good game, 22 points, 4 rebounds, 4 assists, 8 for 14 from the field, and then 4 from 7 from 3, 4 steals on 29 minutes, you know, OG played 29 minutes, he was really trying to win this game for us, and you can see, right, 22 points, 4 rebounds, 4 assists, All that stuff. Nothing bad to say about OG. He always, you know, comes in, tries his hardest. And same with Fred Van Fleet this game. I know last game I was kind of worried, you know, maybe because we were tearing them up. He didn't have to try as hard. But this game, he was really trying. He had 17 points, 2 rebounds, 2 assists, 7-13 from the field on 29 minutes. So same amount of time as OG. And, you know, I expect nothing less from these guys. Obviously, they could have scored more. But they only got 29 minutes, which is not what the regular minutes is, obviously. But, you know, Fred Van OG, they played their hearts out trying to win the game. But, you know, I didn't really expect too much of them anyways because this is preseason. This is all about the younger guys. I was really wanting these younger guys to step it up and try and win this game. But that really just didn't happen. But like I said, we didn't play a bad game at all. So moving down to Gary Trent. You know, it was nice to see him finally playing. Even though he wasn't starting, it was nice to see him playing. He had 12 points, 2 rebounds, 1 assist, 5 for 12 from the field on 1 steal. Like I said, you know, what, no one really played terrible on our team. It was all around a team game. I think we had, let me count here. I think it was eight guys who had oh, more than ten points. Eight, nine guys who had more than ten points. So we were passing the ball around, uh, getting good looks, but we just really couldn't convert, and we were just making stupid mistakes. So yeah, Gary Trent, nice to see him in the game. At least had twelve points, two rebounds, one assist, one steal. I th- nothing crazy from him, but you know he was in there. Uh, Scotty Barnes. He played okay this game, nothing, not like the last game, but you know, yet again, not, didn't play terrible, had 8 points, 3 rebounds, 5 assists, uh, 3 for 7 from the field, and he was locking it down on defense, okay? He was playing absolutely amazing on defense, he only had like 1 or 2 turnovers compared to last game, so he really did nothing bad, 26 minutes, maybe he had could have had a few more points, but you know, nothing to really complain, just you know, like I said, it's just the same thing, mistakes guys, these guys just... Being too aggressive, getting too excited, and it's a lot of these young guys, these first, second year guys, and just, and I understand, but it's you know, didn't play bad at all, just you know, got a bit too excited, and uh, that's basically what happened. Precious has probably played uh, the best out of all the young guys. Along with Justin Champagne. Uh, Precious had 10 points. 8 rebounds. He was 5 for 11. 3 steals on 22 minutes. He did a really good job against Joel Embiid. I'll say that. Uh, you know Joel Embiid looked massive compared to him. But I was surprised. Uh, Precious you know what. He's a strong guy. He was he- held his own in the post. And you know he did a really good. Had a really good game. I really can't complain much about him. He didn't really make too many mistakes actually. Turnovers weren't bad for him. But 10 points. 8 rebounds. 5 for 11. 3 steals 22 minutes, great game, Precious, yet again, I'm sorry for talking shit all that time, and then Justin Champagne, this guy's just, he's, he's tearing it up every single game, tearing it up every single game, 10 points, 6 rebounds, 1 assist, 3 or 4 from the field, 4 or 4 from the free throw line, so, you know, his tent, most of his points were from the free throw line, but that doesn't change anything, 2 steals, 1 block, 23 minutes, this guy just does everything for us, apparently, he's he's been everywhere, he's doing everything, good for Justin Champagne, uh, but just a lot of the same, you know, with all these young guys, just making these little, little mistakes, guys, you know, just being late on rotations, uh, silly passes, and just, you know, stuff they do in college that they can get away with when they're playing a bit of a lower level, but when you play in the highest level in the entire world, you got to change those things up, uh, now moving down to Mihalyuk. he had 11 points, two rebounds, two assists on 19 minutes, five for seven from the field, which is really good, really, really good, He was hitting shots, uh, He probably could have taken more shots, you know what, if he had a hot hand like that, maybe we could have fed him a bit more, but like I said, you know what, didn't play a bad game, actually played pretty well, played better than most players, I think he probably could have fed him the ball a bit more if we wanted to get some more points, but if he wasn't getting the looks, we didn't want to force anything, because we were already forcing enough, so uh, another good player is uh, Malachi Flynn, he had a great game, 13 points, 4 of 8 from the field, 3 of 5 from 3, which is awesome, because you know, I don't want to say last season he wasn't a bad three-point shooter, but you could really tell his his confidence lacked from three. So to see him hitting three or five from three is awesome to see. Thirteen points, good job for him. He could have gotten more minutes. I don't want to say he has a minutes restriction, but they definitely weren't playing him as much as he as much as we could. But yeah, he had another another great game. Like I said, so many guys on our team had ten or more points, uh, lots of rebounds, and just played so well defensively. But it's just the little mistakes that we had, guys. That was the biggest problem was our little, little mistakes. And they caught up to us in the end. But, you know, like I said, we got lots of time to make up for that stuff throughout the season. Uh, Delano Banton, I will say I was hyping him up last game because he did impress me. This game didn't impress me so much. He had basically twos across the board two points, two rebounds, two assists, two steals, two turnovers, twos, twos, two. All he had twos across the board on 11 minutes, which is like, I think, 10 minutes less than he got in the first game. So I don't know if Nick Nurse saw that he was playing terrible or he just really wanted, you know, Gary Trenton, Van Fleet, and OG to step it up. So he just took his minutes down. I don't know what happened, but, you know, Delano Banton. Didn't do bad on defense, uh, but I just, you know, didn't get that many minutes in, and I think it was for a reason, right? We had some better guys who could have played, and if we're always trying to win games, matter if it's preseason or not, so I think he just took the minutes cut for Trent or Van Fleet or whoever it was to get more minutes. Now, the last guy I want to talk about, talked about a bit in the first game, not too much, but Goran Dragic. I want to know where the fuck you're at, Goran Dragic, because what are you doing on the court, man? Two points, three rebounds. Three assists, zero four from the field. He only had two. He had two foul shots. That was the only only buckets he had. Three turnovers in twenty one minutes. Twenty one minutes. You get two points, three rebounds, and three assists. Don't even hit a damn shot from the field. Turnover the ball three times. Right, come on, Gorondragic. Thirty five years old. I love you as a player. I love you in two K. But man. You know, you got to be a leader. you got to show the guys how to be a leader, and that's not being a damn leader. Absolutely. Throwing games like that, getting 21 damn minutes, can't even get five points. Come on. Come on, Goran Dragic. I I love Goran Dragic as a player, but he cannot be doing that type of shit. Hopefully, it's just a preseason thing where, you know, he's like, he's 35 years old. He doesn't really give a shit, right? So, hopefully, he'll step it up when, you know, push comes to shove. But, yeah, these past two games, not very impressed with with Goran Dragic because I expected a lot from him. So, uh, Yeah, final of the game was 125 to 113, like I said. Let's take a look at the team stats to kind of see as a whole where we went wrong. I can criticize player by player all I want, but we'll see as a whole from the stats where essentially we went wrong. Uh, So field goal percentage, uh, you know what, like I said, we are missing shots. Philly was missing shots too, but... The biggest thing was, you know, our three-pointers, that's where they kind of got us. So from the field, we shot 48%. Philly shot 54%. So not a huge difference from the field, but it was the threes that really made the difference in the end. So we hit 11 threes at 30%, whereas Philly hit 18 threes for 49% which is, you know, that's it's a, it's a pretty big difference, right? That's a, a decent amount of point to make up. You know, if we would have maybe even hit like, you know, 40%, right? Maybe hit like 13, 14 threes. That would have maybe closed the gap to only, you know, maybe like eight, nine points to the very end stretch of the game. Maybe give us a bit more confidence, stuff like that. But one thing we did do really well this game was our free throws. We were 18 for 21 on our free throws. Philly was 13 for 17. Honestly, pretty solid performance from both teams from the line. But, you know, 18 for 21, good shit wraps. That's what I like to see. And, you know, everything else was uh, was pretty even. You look at rebounds, 33 rebounds for the Raps, 38 for Philly. Uh, Assist, 21 for the Raps, 28 for Philly. So, you know, when you compare the stats to when we beat them and they beat us, you know, we're a whole lot closer than they were to us. You know, we're, you know, each stat were maybe, you know, five, six points down, whereas they were like, you know, 10, 15. So it was just like I said, the little mistakes that we had throughout the entire game is what really made the difference. And going down the stat line here, we'll see one of the big things Uh, you know, that we had too is, you know, we had 24 fast break points, uh, sorry, not fast break points, we had 24 second chance points, Philly had 12 second chance points, so that means we were getting offensive rebounds, you know, we were getting those buckets, we were out rebounding, we were hustling, but we just we just couldn't get it done, guys. And, you know, one stat that I'm looking at right now is the points off turnover is what really killed us, too, is Philly had 32 points off turnover. Raptors had 24 points off turnover. So that's it's a, a big eight points there. So combine that eight points off the turnovers past, you know, say, the, the six or seven points where they beat us in three-point shots that we could have hit or if they would have missed, right? That's the game right there. That's the, what was it? That's twelve points right there. You know, the eight points from the turnovers, a couple points from the from the from the three point shots, and that's the game right there, guys. So, uh, you know what? Like I said, it really wasn't a bad game from the Raptors. I don't think we played bad at all. We played mediocre. Uh, we we played hard, and that's one thing I'm telling you guys right now is that this Raptors team is you know even if we're playing bad we're shooting bad we're missing shots this Raptors team we will never not hustle we will never not play hard we will never not attack we will never not rebound this Raptors team full of young long guys they like to fucking hustle okay they're always going to hustle and that's what they like to do and it's great basketball to watch but I just think now, we can't let it get to these young guys' heads where, you know, they think they can just hustle, run around the court, and that's going to win them games because, you know, it can for some teams in a certain situations, but you really got to use the time on the clock some days because I feel like we kind of got used to, in game one, kind of got used to running that, tra- uh, that transition and just running around everywhere, hustling everywhere against Philly. And then the second game, Philly made some adjustments, and then we tried that same thing, and it just really didn't work out. But regardless, don't think we played a bad game. It was nice to win the first game. And overall, good week for Toronto basketball, nice to see us back in Toronto, it's just, I'm excited for the basketball season to be back, boys, you know, NBA season is my favorite, we play a game tomorrow, or if you're listening to this on Saturday, it'd be tonight, play a game on Saturday against the Boston Celtics, and I always love playing Boston. They're such a tough team, just like the Raptors. I feel like we have a lot of similar play styles, and you know what? It's always really good matchups where we play tough, they play tough, and it's always just good hard basketball when we play Boston. So I'm super excited for that game. And then we have a few more games uh, this week as well. So it's going to be overall tons of Raptors basketball, tons of NBA basketball. I'm excited. I know you guys are excited. And most importantly, thank you guys for tuning in today. I appreciate it so much. I hope you enjoyed it. This is the Pop Talk Podcast. Scooped up Kyle Lowry. Lowry gives it to the trailing deros and all! This is Pop Talk.